Welcome back to another episode of Time Out, the Basketball England podcast where we've got another great guest for you. From Manchester to Florida, Great Britain's under-20 star Kai Cleary joins me, Mark Jones, for a chat on his last season in the States, coming back from injury and his NBA ambitions. If you enjoy it, please like and subscribe wherever you're listening and let us know what you think. Kai Cleary, thanks for joining us on the latest episode of Time Out with Basketball England. How have you been keeping during lockdown so far? I've been doing quite well, actually. I try to try to stay busy and stay occupied most of my days, whether that's just doing ball handling in the back garden, or now that we can go out, I try to go to the uh, to the to a local park um, where there's a basketball hoop and uh, get some shots up whenever I can. Um, just doing what I most what I can with my time, just to stay busy and stay occupied. Yeah, you did a. Instagram takeover for us not that long ago and you were showing our, our yep. followers the sort of drills and workouts you do. Was there anything you've been specifically working on since then? So I've been doing what I did on the Instagram live and the, the, when I took over your Instagram. I've, I've been doing similar stuff um, because like, we don't have a court that I can use. Uh, I didn't have a court that I can use back then, so it was just in my garden, ball handling um, was a focus. But now that I've got a, now that I can go to a park, um, just similar, similar stuff. Ball handling. Um, I mean, because it's on concrete and stuff, it's hard to work on a lot of things because it's just slippy and stuff. But uh, still, ball handling. I've been working on shooting when I can get to a court and just everything. I'm all like weaknesses. I can I can work on when I when I get a chance to. Does it feel uh, just that much better that you could actually go and physically? go to a court now and, and work on your stuff there? Yeah, I, yeah, pretty much. Like, I went, the first time I went, um, I played properly for, like, the first time. It was, like, last week or something. Um, I actually was able to go to a proper court and just that, it makes you realise how much you miss the game, just being able to do it, just being able to play properly again, you know. Because I was there for, like, it must have been, like, four or five hours I must have been at the court. So, it was really, like, a, a relief to be able to do it again after like such a long period. Yeah, I'm sure that'll be the same for a lot of people out there. But um, yeah, exactly. But it must be good for you to be home now, though, and see the family a bit more. Uh, is it Manchester you're based at the moment? Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, I'm in Manchester right now. Uh, so uh, how has the family been then? Uh, sort of seeing you again and all being. Well, I guess it's a bit weird being together for such a long period of time. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. It was nice. It's been nice um, to see the family and be back home because obviously being in America, I only get the only time I get to come home is in the summertime. Like I don't get a break. I don't get to come home for Christmas or whatever, or any school breaks. So, and then I got to come home early. I got to come home like a month or maybe two months earlier because of the the whole situation. So it's definitely been nice to get home and see the family and spend like a lot of time with them. Because of the current situation, you really get to spend. I mean, you, you're spending most all your time pretty much with your family, so that's been nice. You got to appreciate that. Does it feel like a long time ago now since you left for the states? Because you started, um, didn't you go for a year at Redemption Christian Academy in New York? Is that right? Yep. Yes, sir. That's correct. So I mean, you say you're spending a lot of time with your family now. Was making that move. Because uh, a lot of people obviously do it, don't they? The young young players such as yourself heading out to the States. Was it a difficult one to make or was it something you always wanted to do? It was easy, honestly. Literally, as soon as I started playing basketball around 
11, 12. And, like, I knew the NBA was overseas and, like, professional basketball was probably it was better to go overseas. That was kind of, like, it was just a dream. So when I had the opportunity to do it, I, was, I became older. I was, like, taking it more serious. I didn't, I didn't even think about, like, staying home, honestly. It, it wasn't even in my mind. It was, I'm going, this is what I want to do and I'm going to do it. So when I had the opportunity to do it, it wasn't really hard. From then, you've gone on to, well, you signed for Florida South, didn't you? And you've just finished your second yep. year there. How did that move come about? And what was it that drew you to them? So when I was going through my prep, my prep school year, um, I had a lot of schools get in contact with me, um, offer me, and I took a lot of visits to different schools. But what stood out when I, when I went to Florida Southern is um, just how the coaches treated me when I got there and, like, the how much they was interested in me and just how much they showed that they wanted me to be on the team. Because um, every visit is different. Just how the, sometimes the coaches don't spend that much time with you. You with the players sometimes. Um, the coaches take you out maybe um, and just show you around like the city or whatever. But when I went to Florida, I mean, it's a beautiful campus and like the area is beautiful, but my coach, the assistant coach just, they, they proved to me how much they wanted me to be on the team. So the love that I got from there, there was just, it stood out. That stood out from all of my other visits. And as well as it being a beautiful area, that's kind of what made me decide to go there because I said to my coach, like, one thing that I want to make sure I do when I go on to college is I want to be happy, you know, like on the court, playing basketball and off the court. I want to be happy in both in both areas. So things were certainly going well on the court from a team perspective, weren't they? Because you won the Sunshine State Conference on your twenty first birthday, but it must have been a bit of a bittersweet moment for you because of your uh, broken hand yeah, injury, in the injury. Yeah, in the first game. Can you just yeah, tell me what how that's been? Sort of watching your teams be so successful, but from the sidelines. I mean, it's been tough. Honestly, it was. It was. It was kind of like draining and like it was hard to do because I have to be, because I'm like, sometimes I'm the one to always like encourage the team. I'll be on the bench and like, you know, cheer all the time through the whole game. And like the further you go into the season and like the more you want to play, it's hard. It's hard to do, hard to sit there and watch your team. Like even like when we're down and we're struggling and you really want to help, like the, all, the most you can do is like just cheer. And doing that throughout the whole year is hard. It was, it was definitely a challenge for me, honestly, um, to do that the whole year. But I think my teammates can agree that, I, I mean, I did my best. And even in practices, trying my best to just contribute to the team as much as I can. But it was hard. And when we did win, I mean, I was just happy for the team, honestly. I didn't feel, by that time, by the time that came, I was like, I was kind of content with my role. Like, I knew I couldn't do nothing. So I was just cheering as much as I could, helping everyone on the bench as much as I could whenever someone got subbed out, talking to them, whatever they did, safely made a mistake, just trying to help them. Um, just doing what I can just to be a good teammate. But it was definitely hard to sit that whole year and watch my te- watchers do great. But also, like, we, we did lose twice, and obviously that was hard to do. So just going through that ups and downs with the team was definitely hard just sitting out. Yeah, you went um, 29-2 and two for the season, didn't you, which is remarkable really so where and as you said yeah yeah as you said it was tough watching on the sidelines so when 
you sort of had the choice, didn't you, to come back? What was it? Did it make mm-hmm. it that much harder just to decide? No, I need to stay and carry on working on your recovery. Yeah. So I, when I did recover, um, I did plan to come back, um, and I had when I started practicing again, I had like re- three really good practices. Um, I was excited. Coach was excited um, to have me back on the floor, but. Um, I went out for a dunk and the ball got hit out of my hands and then I hit the same area on the rim that I injured and then it kind of, he just tweaked it a little. It didn't do anything major, but it just stiffened, it stiffened my hand up again and then it's like, I had to sit out for a minute. I had to sit out for like a week again. So then after that, it was like, uh, you know, if if I play another game, then I won't be able to get my year back kind of thing. And if I get hurt in a game... You, you know, you don't know really what's going to happen and you don't want to go in not 100% as much as I did want to play. It wasn't, it's not smart to go in a game halfway through the season towards the end of the season, like still hurt when you can get your year back. So um, we decided that was probably the best route for me to do because um, we just didn't want to risk it, like me coming back and getting hurt again, playing two, three games, you know, it wasn't, wouldn't have been the smartest of decisions. So we just decided to sit me out, make sure I'm healed 100%, and then prepare for next season. And is that the case now? Have you fully recovered and your hand's 100% better? Yeah, yeah. So it, it recovered pretty much before before I left. I went back to the doctors for them to review it, and they said, yeah, you're all good. Um, everything, everything's cool. Um, so, yeah, my, hand, my hand's perfectly fine now. Um, no issues with it. Well, that's great news, and that's yeah, that's good to hear. So going into next season, then as you said, it's a bit of a well from a year out, you've got to, got it back. So have you got any aims now from seeing your team be so successful that you want to be part of it again with well more involvement next season? Yeah, definitely. Just do just do as much as I can uh, to help for one defend our championship that we've won back to back and. Um, honestly win a national championship because I know that's what we wanted to do this year and we definitely believe we could. I still think we could have and would have, honestly. Um, so that's our goal for next year and a goal of mine just to help my team get back to that level and um, honestly get a better record because I know we went 29-2 and two this year and I think each year we just keep getting better and better so that's one thing I w- would like to help the team do, get a better record, defend our championship and hopefully make our way towards a national championship. Going back a bit then, you mentioned earlier that you started playing at the age of 11. So I just wanted to get your story on where it all started for you in basketball. It was kind of random because, as you know, everyone plays football here. And I played football, but it, I wasn't really too keen on it. And then um, when I first started, like, seeing my dad and stuff at that age, we that's something we would go do. Um, like, we'd go to the park and play basketball as, like, a little activity slash bonding kind of thing. And then ever since then, it kind of just, it just, I just loved it, had a deep love for it, deep passion for it, and it just stayed with me. It just stayed with me for like until now um and then obviously when I first started it was just a like it was just a love a hobby or whatever 
And then, obviously, the more you play, the better you get. And then when I got to about 13, it was like 13, 14, when I joined Manchester Magic, they realized that I had a bit of potential. And then 15, 16 is when, like, I made the England squad, um, Northwest, and then I made the England squad. And then things started to just, opportunities started to open up for me because I just, I, I, as soon as I started playing, I took it seriously. I seen like 11, 12, I was playing it every single day as much as I could. I wanted to get better, um, doing all the little things, even at such a, even when I started watching YouTube videos, going in my back garden and just trying to get better all the time, doing, just doing crazy drills or random drills all the time. Um, always asking my coaches for a workout. So that's kind of how I caught up and, uh, became the player I am just because I had that passion and that love for it and constantly wanting to improve. That brought me opportunities that I've been able to do today. So yeah, that's kind of how I got into it. It was it was mainly from like me seeing my dad and us going and playing and then joining the high school team and joining Manchester Magic and then just progressing from there. So when you were watching footage and working on your skills in your garden was there anyone you idolized growing up yeah i started watching kobe bryant first um first player i ever watched after it was kobe michael jordan pretty much just those two and then when i first played my 2k game nba 2k like six or something i used to always play with kobe bryant so kobe was always a like an idol for me i everything everything was kobe my shoes were kobe T-shirt that I got was always Lakers Kobe shirt, so he was he's a, probably my biggest my biggest idol. Hopefully they'll be doing a documentary on him soon. I've I've heard that's in the works. Yeah, so, I know, hopefully, have, hopefully. Have you watched all I heard the books coming out or something? Yeah, have you binged all of the Last Dance? Yeah, I've watched it twice already. <laughs> I've watched that twice already. It's a really, it's a good series. Yeah, so you mentioned uh, that you've represented Magic before you went over to the States and you played for Loretta College in the EABL, is that right? Yep. And so how important, I was I was going to ask you, how important do you think those experiences were for getting to the States and what is it from your time there that sticks out for you? A lot of my growth came from playing with the men, like you said, the Division One men. And even though I didn't play much, just practising every day, I would get a lot of court time when we were practising. Um, and some opportunities on court and just playing with a lot of them have played at a high level and uh, some of them did play overseas in America and just going up against like those pros was they helped me a lot um, they helped me on court and off the court um, but on court they would always say if I did something they would tell me this is what you need to do the guys that did go to um, college in America um would tell me this is what it's like. I'd have long conversations with them um, outside of practice, like what it's like, how did they get there and their their whole college experience um, for them to like prepare me and help me for when for when I hopefully got there. And just being around that professional environment um, and our team was really good. Our team was really good back then. I know we, we won like all four titles in one year so just being at, being around such good players obviously it's always good to be around better players that will push you and um, make you get better because 
at that time you're one of the best in your age group for playing against your own age group is I mean you get better from it but you always get better from playing against older better stronger competition you know yeah well it sounds like you've had plenty of success in magic that's followed with uh with your team in Florida as well so is there any aspects of your game you think have improved from playing with like you say good players Mainly, probably your maturity. Your maturity has to improve. Um, be it like jumping from a junior level to the Division One men's level, your maturity has to improve, and your understanding, your understanding of the game um, has to improve. I think that the way we play that Magic and the way we play in Florida is similar. We're very fast-paced people. All we talk about the tempo of the game. Um, being so different in Europe and in in America, but I feel like how we played um, at Manchester was kind of fast paced. My my coach always used to say, "Push the ball, push the ball, um, get it up the court, like don't slow things down." And we did that as well with the England under 18, the GB GB under 18 team. When I was a part of that, Coach Keane was made our team. We were so fast, like fast break was our with our emphasis and like no one could stop it. So we were such a fast paced team. So that and so GB under 18 being fast paced, Division One men's and Manchester being fast paced definitely helped my transition going into America um, for the style of play. But also just playing at, playing with men and playing like for your country helps with like your maturity um, when you go overseas. And just the whole my whole experience at being at Magic, my coaches really helped me helped me mature and get ready um, for being overseas, being on my own, and whatever I had to face, being able to handle that on on and off court. Honestly, yeah, I was gonna ask you about your GB exploits next, actually, because as you mentioned, you yep. play for the under 18s did you, and you made it into the under twenties Euro squad as well, didn't you? Yes, yeah, yes. I did. So what experience was that like for you, sort of representing your country? Honestly, I love I love the whole experience of playing for your country and representing it. Um, the first time I got called up for England was when I was 15, 15, 16. And I was saying this to my dad the other day, like just being there was kind of like surreal. I was, I didn't really... It was like I, think, I was thinking like I didn't really belong there because I'm looking around and all these like I'm thinking everyone's like better than me or like I looked up to some players that I was around at at the time, um, but when I made the final cut and every time I do make the final cut, just being able to go out and represent your country, your city, your family, <clears throat> the college you're at now um, is it's a big deal. It's a big deal and something that you shouldn't something that I don't take for granted. Um, but that whole experience, just being able to travel the world um, with with your team, with your country, and doing what you love doing is just such a, it's such a blessing and something that I'm happy and proud to be able to say that I've done throughout my, like, my younger career. You mentioned there the um, chance to travel and play in new surroundings. Is there any countries, leagues or aspirations you have that you want to tick off? So I'm definitely trying to go to the NBA. Um, a lot of people say I've got the potential to do it. It's just a matter of me doing the work. And I'm a key believer of 
if you believe in something and you you want to do something, like no, nothing's really going to stop you from doing that. You're the only person that's going to get in your way. So um, I'm like, like I believe I can make it, and I do want to make it to the NBA. So that's my prime. That's my prime goal. Um, if not, then I want to go pro regardless um, at the highest level I can. But if it's not NBA, try go NBA G League. If it's not G League, um, hopefully Euro League. Um, but that, yeah, that's my main goal: is play for like play for a top Euro League, play play in the NBA. Top level pro. I just want to be like a great, a great professional basketball player. Like I just don't want to be a pro. I want to be a great pro. That almost seems like a good way to end. So finally, I just wanted to ask. Obviously, you're still a young player yourself, but there will have been a lot of players that will have seen from your takeovers and what you've achieved so far that will be looking up to you. So I just wanted to ask if is there any advice that has been given to you that you think would be good to give to a younger player that was hoping to get into your shoes where you are now? From my experiences, what's helped me is just, it's just kind of my work ethic. Like if no, if you work hard and you do what you have to do, you will get noticed, you know? Cause like I said, I was just a kid, like a kid from Manchester who was unknown at like 15 years old. So then within one season, making the England team, making the heat six, all-star team, making the Denkamp top 50. And then from there, it just it blew up from there. So, And that was just because of my work ethic. Like, I worked every single day um, in the gym after hours, after practice. Like, even after games, I would stay and wait wait an hour or two, get something to eat, and then go back to the gym and work out. So, like, for the young kids out there, if they work, they will get noticed. And if they have the right attitude, the right mindset, and they have a goal that they truly believe in, they'll get far, they'll, they'll make it, they'll get far with it. You just got to believe. Just as a bit of a bonus thing at the end, I've been asking people who I've had on the podcast just some quick fire questions. So I don't know if you want to just quickly go through them now and just some fire, fire some answers at me. Yeah, that sounds good. Let's go. All right. So we mentioned the last dance, but is there anything that's been your go to on Netflix during lockdown? Right now, I'm watching Queen of the South. <laughs> With my mum. I mean, we've just started it, but it's good. We just finished Breaking Bad. So I think that's our favourite right now. Oh, yeah, Breaking Bad's a good one as well. What's your What's been your favourite meal that you've had that you've been having made for you or cooking for the family now you're back in England? Um, I haven't cooked for the family since I've been back. <laughs> um, but I definitely miss my mum's cooking. Her chicken and rice is, is always good. When you're, when you're chilling at home, what's been the top of your playlist at the moment? For music-wise, it has to be Eight Boogie with the hoodie. If you know anybody that knows me, knows that's my favorite artist, Eight Boogie. <laughs> uh, who's your best mate in basketball? Oh, that's tough. Um, <laughs> I don't have one. I don't have one. It has to be. It depends where I'm at. From Manchester, it has to be my boys, Michael, Arenzi, Wesley. From America, EJ, Dre. Um, I don't have one. I don't have one. <laughs> Fair enough. Good answer as well. <laughs> Uh, in terms of your dream team, then, who makes your starting five of all time? Could be your idols growing up or you've played with. But who makes. Ooh, um, <laughs> that's tough. Um, Kobe, um, LeBron, KD. Um, I'm going to put Shaq in there. And there's a what? And Jason Williams. I like him. I like him. People might disagree, but I like Jason Williams. <laughs> From my uh, point, guys. Uh, finally, Kai, 
Who's been your toughest opponent that you've faced so far? Individual or team? Individual. Um, that's a tough question. That's a tough question. Um, this is supposed to be quick, right? <laughs> yeah, maybe I should leave um, this out. <laughs> you know what? I can't even answer that, but I do remember one time when I had a I had an open run and a player came from LSU. And he's probably the toughest guy I've ever had to guard. Like, he scored on me every trip. Like, we were playing games for seven, and he scored on me seven times, like, straight. He was, like, he was a pro. Like, it was it was wild. I don't even remember his name, but <clears throat> he was crazy. But other than that, I can't really think, honestly. Would it have been easier to name the toughest team you faced? Or would that be a difficult one as well? That would be a difficult one, too. I've been... I'm, hmm. First thing that came comes to my head was um, Croatia in the final. When we played them in the final with GB on the 18th, it was a tough game to play. We'll leave it there then, because obviously <laughs> I'll have to obviously uh, readdress these quickfire questions because I think it just stresses people out too much, doesn't it? Having to yeah. <laughs> such an answer. But... I know, I have to think of those. Yeah, but thanks very much for joining me, Kai, and uh, I hope you continue to stay safe no while worries. lockdown remains no and... worries. thank you for the opportunity thank you yeah thanks very much and uh, speak soon thanks for listening to another episode of time out you can now find all of our episodes on itunes and spotify so please like subscribe and let us know who you'd like to hear from in a future episode